0: More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. What a mighty God we serve. Yet we live in a world filled with uncertainty, confusion, doubt, and disappointment. Sadly, too many of God's children believe their hopes, dreams, and ambitions are more impossible than they are possible. Too many have simply compromised and given up on God's promise that, with God, all things are possible. In each of these four amazing days of truly anointed Bible study, Pastor Ray reveals another godly truth that will flip on the switch of the faith in each listener's lives, stirring up a dream, and flip off that switch of doubt, unbelief, and failure. Be encouraged by Pastor's Advice Today to simply start where you are, use what you have, do as much as you can, and let God do the rest. Now, here's today's unique answer for doing the impossible in your life. Because with God, the impossible is always possible.
1: This morning, we're going to continue in on our message on doing the impossible. I love this message. How many of you are ready To face something and cause something that seems impossible, turn it around and see it become very possible in your life. I want you to open with me to the book of Corinthians, chapter 4 of the book of Corinthians. And um, last week we talked about, just to give a little recap, the title of what we shared last week was The Impossible Becomes Possible When You Do the Possible. And we focused in on this verse that was taken from Mark's Gospel, chapter uh, uh, number 9, verse 23. And it says that, and Jesus said, if you can, well, I'm reading this at the Amplified. And Jesus said, you say to me, if I can do anything, why all things are possible to him who believes. So the the thing that Jesus says, because we understood the story that there was a man whose little boy... I guess was falling into some sort of epileptic fit. And um, so what was happening was that he, um, he would throw himself into the water, throw himself into the fire. What, what happened um, is the disciples tried to cast out that, that demon and to heal, bring him healing, and they could not. So they brought the, the father brought the boy to Jesus and said, I went to your disciples, and they couldn't do anything. And he said to him, if, if you can do anything, then cast out this demon and, and bring him healing. And that's where Jesus comes back with this response that says, and Jesus said, You say to me, if I can do anything? You're asking me if I can do anything? He said, Why? Don't you know? And I'm kind of elaborating on this. He said, But don't you know that all things are possible to one who believes? In other words, anything and everything is possible to the one who has faith, the one who believes. And isn't it interesting that he didn't qualify it by saying only certain things were possible. He said all things. That would be natural things. That would mean the things that pertain to my life. That means to my hopes, aspirations, desires, my future, my finances, my children, um, my business, my profession. He said all things are possible to one who believes. Now, we've got to qualify this because we have to understand this. And and this doesn't mean that one who is a believer in Jesus. In other words, it, what it's not saying is this: it's kind of, uh, you got to understand this, that you, you have to be a believer in Jesus in order to be in the position to have faith in God and to trust Him for the impossible. But just because you believe in Jesus doesn't mean that you have the faith to see the impossible happen in your life. All things are possible to, not just to believers, but all things are possible to one who believes that impossible things can become possible to you. Does that make sense? So so all things are possible to you, not just because you're a believer in Jesus Christ, but all things are possible because you're not only a believer in Jesus Christ, but you're a believer who believes that the impossible is possible. In other words, you're a believer who has faith. You're a, you're a believer that has faith for uh, the things that you need and want and the desire for your life. So just because you're a believer, I know a lot of believers in Jesus that are, are not seeing the impossible come to pass in their life. They're not seeing um, any power in their walk or any demonstration of, of the Lord's power in their life. Why? Because just being a believer is not all that you need. You need to be a believer who believes. There are a lot of believers who don't believe. You understand what I'm saying. There are a lot of believers who believe in Jesus, but, they don't, but that's it. It stops right there. They don't believe that they possess the power of faith in their life To flip on the switch of faith to cause impossible things to become possible. So no matter what it is that you're facing today, Jesus said all things, all things, natural things, house things, car things, business things, money things, clothing things, even the, the desires of your heart things are possible to one who believes, one who puts their faith on it. So, so you're never going to see anything happen in your life until you start to believe that this is possible for you. Do you believe that you can have a better future? Do you believe that God is working on your behalf with favor and anointing and, and opening doors and helping and work? Do you believe? Because just being a believer in Jesus is not enough to see the supernatural, to see the possible become possible. To see healing manifest. To see prosperity unfold in your life. A lot of believers believe in Jesus, but they just don't, they, it doesn't go beyond that. I want to be the believer that believes in Jesus and believes that all things are possible in my life. As a matter of fact, as I looked over my own life and I looked over my own walk, everything in my, all of the victories, all of the accomplishments, I take no credit for anything. I don't. I've done what I can do, but God has done far beyond what I could ever have accomplished in my life. Because I've not only been a believer of Jesus, but I've also been a believer of what he can do and will do if I just trust and use my faith. A lot of Christians aren't using, using their faith. Are you using your faith? Are you using your faith for things? Are you using your faith for your, uh, for your work, for your employment, for your income, for the, the house you want to live in? You see, So all things are possible. At some point, you've got to see that there are greater possibilities that lie ahead for you. You don't have to be stuck where you are. You don't have to be stuck in poverty. You don't have to be stuck in want, lack and insufficiency. You don't have to live in an apartment for the rest of your life. He said, "All things. everybody saved me, all things. all things. All things are possible to one who believes. So my question would be is, where is your faith? Is your faith uh, trusting and believing beyond uh, where you are today? Can you see beyond your current and present situation? Are you looking to the future with faith that all things are possible? I may be broke today, but it doesn't mean I'm going to stay that way. I may have insufficiency today, but it doesn't mean I'm going to live the rest of my life like this. I may, be, I may be walking around and taking public transportation, but I don't believe that this is the way it's going to be. From. I do not accept it in the name of Jesus because all things are possible to one who believes. So therefore, I'm going to put my faith on it and I will see it because God will honor faith. Don't you know that God is looking for faith in, in his people? Do you not, did you not forget the, the verse that we found in Hebrews or we've studied in Hebrews before? Without faith... It is impossible to please God, and anyone who comes to Him must know that He exists and that He is a rewarder, a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. Come on, somebody give the Lord a hand clap, a shout, an amen, and a hallelujah. So so we must see ourselves as people who are uh, to take on the challenges and take on... Uh, the impossible and and do the supernatural because god has called it he said all things are possible and many years ago when i first you know started this church or even when i started embark uh to embark on this ministry or just the ministry not even this church but just the ministry there was every impossible thing that was put before me not smart enough didn't go to bible college didn't go to college didn't have this, didn't have that, not this enough, not that enough. And this was my impossible situation. But I had, to, I had to look to Jesus and say, all things are possible. All things can come about if I would just use my faith and to trust and to believe. Everything I have today has been the work of faith. Everything I possess in my life, naturally, uh, you know, in this physical world, all my, the blessings of my life, has all been a work of faith. Trusting, relying on clinging to jesus and believing that all things are possible even if it looks impossible jesus says it's possible if you'll believe so my question to everybody here today is where's your belief where's your faith what are you believing for you should be believing for something you ought to be constantly stretching your faith you know there was a there was a word uh, a verse in and you don't have to open it to but i'll read it to you in isaiah chapter 52 in verse 2 he says enlarge the place of your tent and let, let them down, stretch out the curtains of your dwellings, do not spare, lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. In other words, enlarge yourself for something greater and something better. I, I would hope that everybody in this room is dreaming some big dreams. I would hope that in this room, as is impossible as maybe it would seem to you, God says all things are possible to one who believes or one who activates their faith and trusts God in faith to bring it to pass. And, and really, that excites me because it, 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 just, it just shows me that, that nothing, nothing is impossible it may look like it your situation may say it it is your your circumstance may be screaming at you and and talking to you t- trying to talk you out of it but my faith according to the word of god according to what jesus said he said why would you come to me and ask me see like i said before a lot of people are waiting on god god's waiting on you that man was waiting on god and jesus said why what do you mean if i can do anything why Don't you know that all things are possible to one who believes? In other words, he put the responsibility back on him. A lot of times people freak out. about, Well, you're putting a heavy on people, you know. You're putting guilt on them. No, 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 no. I'm just doing what Jesus did. I'm just mimicking what Jesus did. People are looking to God. Well, I'm waiting waiting for God to do. God's, God's done everything that he could ever do for you and for me. Dear soul, dear brother, sister, Jesus has done everything that he could do. He died on a cross. He shed his blood. He took a whipping and a beating for you and for me that we might have a better covenant with better promises that gives us the hope of a future. That's why he said, I come, that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Not just abundantly, he says, more abundantly. But the only way to access that is through faith. So he says, all things are possible. You may be sitting here with never, I could never own a house, that's impossible. Why? Why would you say that? All things are possible to one who believes. Now, last week, we used this little uh, Teaching we talked about, the impossible becomes possible when you do what is possible. In other words, you can't sit on your duff and do nothing and expect things to happen. You've got to do your part. But when you do your part in faith, God will then come and do His part. You, I like to say, it way, you do what you can and maintain your faith, and God will do what you can't do. Or let's put it this way. You start the process of you start the process of where you want to go or what you want to accomplish, and God will finish it. God will bring it to completion in your life. So the impossible becomes possible when I do something. And one of the big problems that I see in in people's lives is that they don't do anything. Like the very first thing you ought to do to activate your faith is to dream. It's okay to dream. It's okay to look at your life and say, I don't like where I am. That's not saying I'm not grateful to God for where he's brought me, but I'm not satisfied with where I am. I know there's more. I know there's better. I know there's increase. I know there's greater. Because I serve a great God of increase. Is anybody with me here today? So I have to come to a point in my life where I start to dream and say, even though everything tells me that this is impossible, I still believe that all things are possible with God. Come on, is this getting on anybody here today? You'll never never rise above the thoughts that you think. Wow, think about that one. You'll never go higher than the goals that you set in your life. You'll never go beyond, you know, if you keep yourself down here, you'll never go beyond. So he says, all things are possible. It is possible. It is possible. But you have to believe. You have to activate your faith. You've got to turn your faith on and trust God and put your faith on it and trust him for what you want. So the impossible becomes possible when we do what is possible. So today I want you to flip over with me to 2 Corinthians, and we're going to look at a couple of verses here. But 2 Corinthians chapter 4, because the second part of what I want to talk about today for a little bit is this. Only those who see the invisible will be able to do the impossible. Only those who see the invisible will be able to do the impossible. So let's go over uh, to Corinthians and chapter 4. And I want to start in verse, um, let's go over to verse um, 16. And this is what Paul writes here. He says, therefore we do not lose heart. So there's a word of exhortation to us as believers. We're not supposed to get discouraged, right? You understand if there's discouragement in this room, I bind it in the name of Jesus. We're not, supposed to, we're not supposed to lose heart. He says, therefore, do not lose heart. In other words, don't lose your courage. Don't, don't fall apart. He says, we're, we're supposed to be building up our courage and our faith. He says, we do not lose heart, or we do not lose our courage. He said, even though our outward man is perishing, the inward man is being renewed day by day. So, really what we need to understand here is that, what he's saying is that our outward man, day by day, is getting older. It's getting more wrinkled. I wish there was some... Say, right, the older I'm getting, the more gravity's having effect on me. It's just sucking everything down. I wish there was some sort of operation that could just go like this and pull everything all the way up to the top, <laughs> knot it, and then just snip it off, and everything would go right back into play. Anybody know what I'm talking about? He said, even though our outward man is perishing, so every day we're, we're getting our, our, our physical body is decaying a little little by little by little all of a sudden catches up on you you know anybody know what i'm talking about go look at some pictures from 10 years ago 20 years ago you see that the aging process has caught up with us amen but he says, even though our outward man is perishing, our inward man is being renewed day by day. So even though this body is weakening and decaying, our spirit man is abounding and growing stronger every day. To one day this spirit man is going to step out of this body. This body is going to just decay in the ground. And our spirit is going to go be with the Lord forever because that's the real you. And Hallelujah. And then one day, God is going to resurrect this old body and make it like his resurrected body that he has in heaven. So we're not going to have any more wrinkles or crinkles or cracks or creases. Amen? Everything's going to look really good. Hallelujah. And you're not even going to have to work for it or even pay for it. It's going to be el Naturel. So he says... Even though our outward man is perishing, yet our inward man is being renewed day by day. Now notice what he says. For our light affliction. Notice how Paul classifies or describes the afflictions that he's been through. Does anybody know what Paul went through? If you read through the Bible, you see Paul went through, I mean, beatings and stonings and left for dead. And, and he talks about all the things that he went through, that he suffered for Christ. And he calls them light affliction. How many agree with me that Paul had a pretty good attitude about what was going on in his life. Some of you need to change your attitude. Boy, I got a weak response on that. You need to change your attitude. He says, our light affliction, which is but for a moment, in other words, what's going on in your life is not going to stay like this. Everything is subject to change. Tomorrow, everything could be and will be different. So that's why he said, he said, our light and momentary affliction. So you see, tomorrow could be the day, the day of break, breakthrough, the day that you receive the, the, you know, the, the prayers that you've been believing for tomorrow could be the day that's why we would never quit that's why we never give up that's why we don't lose heart that's why we keep on going that's why we go when we don't feel like going that's why we keep with it when we want to give it up we stay with it because we do not know it's it's going to pass what you're going some of you may be going through something maybe going through an affliction it doesn't matter because tomorrow it could all change next week could be the day that it all ends you have no idea when that's all going to come to an end so he looks at it and says. Our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. So there's something going on in the spirit. Even though it looks like maybe sometimes like we're we're getting beat up by the devil or things are coming against us. We don't realize it, but God is doing something behind the scenes. God is working. You know, there's a verse and it says in Philippians, says, God works all things together for the good of those who love Him and are called according to His purpose. You see, if you get hung up looking at the seen realm all the time, there's a good chance that you're going to lose heart. There's a good chance that you're going, to, you're, going to, you're going to lose your courage. Because this is what he says here. Now follow this. He says, Our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Now listen to what he says in verse 18. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. So he says, although we've been through affliction, we choose not to look at it. He said, looking at the things which are not seen, because the things that are not seen are eternal, but the things that are seen are temporary. So what are we supposed to do? Only those who see the invisible are going to be able to do the impossible. You will never do the impossible if you don't get your sights off of what you see in the natural realm. Some of you have blockages and blockades in your life because you, keep, you want to excel, you want to pro- have progress or make progress or do things. But all of these things scream at you, like, like they did at me. You're not smart enough, you're not this enough, you're not that enough, you don't have the money enough. You and, and you see, you will always be held captive to where you are until you start to look to the unseen realm. Because you're letting the seen realm dictate to you your future. You're allowing the seen realm, what you can see with your senses, tell you where you should be and what you should have. And what I'm telling you is that only those who can see the invisible will be able to see the impossible be done in their life. It's only the person who says, I refuse to look at what I see. How I many remember the story last week we talked about Jesus when he was faced with a crowd of thousands and they had no food to feed the people? Right? And he said, go find, go see what you have. And they went and they found five loaves of bread and two fish. And Jesus said, great, you gave me something to work with. So Jesus takes it, and what does he do? If you notice, the Bible says that he took it and he looked up to, he- he looked, he looked up to heaven. He didn't look at the need. He didn't look at the thousands of people and look at the bread and the fish in his hands and say, this is not going to make it. Because if you look at the crowd and you look at what you have, guess what? Impossible is going to be all over it. But when you take what you have and refuse to look at what you see and put your sights on heaven in the unseen realm where God is, where all of your provision, all of your needs, all of your desires, all of the supply is, when you take your eyes off of the crowd and the impossible and you take what you have and you say, God, this is all I have, but I'm going to work it to your glory, guess what happened? Thousands of people were fed, and there were 12 basketfuls of food left over. How many of you agree with me that he taught us how to take an impossible situation and make it very, very extremely possible? So he said, looking not at what is seen, but what is unseen, because what is seen is temporary. This is fleeting. This is dying. This is decaying. But what is unseen, that would be the Word of God. The spirit realm, God himself, heaven where he exists and lives. When we look to the unseen realm, that's where our supply, our source, our help, our strength, every desire that we have, that's where it comes from. But you're never going to see anything change in your life until you start to look to the unseen realm. So like we talked about last week, that, that the impossible becomes possible when you do what's possible. In other words, you have to do something. But while you're doing it, just like Jesus demonstrated with with the fish and the loaves, while you're working it, don't look at the need. Look to heaven. Look to the word of God. Look to your source and supply. Because if you keep your eyes on this natural world or your situation, you're you're doomed, brother, sister. You're doomed because everything is stamped impossible.
0: Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. in your order. If you simply want to sow a gift into the work of the MTC Radio Ministry, go to livingwordchurch.org and click on the Give Online Radio Ministry tab.